Major League Baseball. This is the Nosebleeds Podcast on WFUV Sports. Welcome into Nosebleeds WFUV's exclusive baseball podcast. I'm Andrew Galata here with Danny Scott and Sam Davis. Guys, our last show as seniors here on Nosebleeds and it's been a crazy few years since we've been on Nosebleeds. A lot of ups and downs with both of these teams. But right now, we're kind of hitting the downstretch, Danny, with these two teams. The Mets under 500. The Yankees right now teetering just above 500. Yeah, both teams are in a, a little bit of a weird spot. Both absolutely plagued by injuries right now. Uh, the Yankees seem to start to be getting a tiny bit healthier. You know, Aaron Judge coming back last night. Still waiting on uh, Giancarlo Stanton. And who the heck knows what's going on with Carlos Rodon? You know, as a Giants fan, I watched him absolutely shove all season long last year. Didn't really get hurt at all. Goes to New York and instantly is just plagued and riddled with injuries. So uh, interested to see what these two teams are going to be if and when they can get healthy uh, down the stretch. Both teams are very, very good. It's just, you know, the best ability is availability. I think we're kind of down in the dumps today. This is like yeah. this is our last nosebleed. It's a little bittersweet, I guess. You know, it's great to be with you guys talking baseball. But, you know, the New York baseball, we talked about it, not playing well. A lot of injuries plagued through the Yankees and the Mets. And for us, you know, this is it for us. This is it. This is a sign of, okay, you know, me and Andrew, we might have one more on the green podcast. But this is basically it, uh, which Mm -hmm. is a little sad. But we got to lift the spirits. We got to find a way maybe to be a little positive or at least be interested and excited to be here because the New York baseball teams have not been exciting or interesting in April and, and throughout May as well. Really, I think the only exciting thing right now as a Mets fan has to be that Justin Verlander is starting tonight, Yeah, but the obviously other not exciting part is Max Scherzer getting scratched from his start. The Mets say it's nothing. They say he'll start in Washington in the next series, but it's, of course, it, they're going to say it's not. It's not good it's always right nothing. now. I mean, yeah, it, it's just. I mean, yeah, I, I think we know that from like the Jacob Degrom type stuff. I think Scherzer, it's a little different, but Scherzer hasn't pitched well when he actually has pitched this season. The Mets lose again against the Cincinnati Reds, seven to six, last night, and it's it's been the starting pitching. It's really been the starting pitching all season long for the Mets. It's been you know the unavailability of Verlander start the season. Scherzer missing a few starts, the suspension. As well, he's been ineffective to say the least. Really, I mean, everybody across the board besides maybe Kodai Sango has been solid, but just they haven't got any length out of any of these pitchers right now. That's killing their bullpen. That's kind of the big side effects. A lot of people have said a lot about the hitting right now, but I think it's all about the starting pitching, and the Mets need starters to go six innings. Yeah, the starting pitching is kind of this team's identity. I think the lineup is obviously important for that too, but you mentioned Kodai Senga. He's about pretty much the only bright spot, I would say, with this rotation. He has been pretty impressive. He's been good, but... He's only five innings. He's only going five or six. Yeah, that's Six innings at the most. And that's the thing. I think when you put this much pressure and stress on your bullpen this early in the year is never a good sign and obviously some of that is not you know a fault of anybody with some injuries throughout the rotation 
But still, you're putting a ton of pressure on these arms, guys to pick up starts, guys to work uh, you know, multiple innings in May, and that's not really something you want to do. And I understand that uh, in baseball nowadays, pitchers don't go as long as they used to, but you're asking for a lot more than five innings. You're asking for more uh, than than five for sure. And and we'll see what Verlander does. Obviously, he's only had one start, so we don't really know what we're going to see from him going forward. The biggest thing with him is obviously staying healthy, and that's been a struggle for Max Scherzer. It's been an obvious issue, um, and, and I hate to say it, but you know that that's the problem when you rely on a guy that's 38 and a guy that's 40. I mean, that, that, that's the issues you're going to have. I mean, obviously, injuries are part of baseball, and every team has them. But you can't say they're, they're not more likely with, with guys that are older. They just are, and that's kind of the issue you run into. And this is going to be a constant theme all year for the New York Mets. I hate to say it, but it is. And, and Scherzer, we're going to have to worry uh, you know, about him staying healthy, him staying on the field. Obviously, Verlander being back is nice, but he's got to make sure he's healthy, you know, so it's just that that's the biggest concern I have is the long term health of these guys, especially the rotation. I agree with you, Andrew. I'm not as worried about the lineup. I'm more so worried about about the pitching. Yeah, man, I don't even know what else to add, Sam. You just kind of took everything that I had going through my head as <laughs> Sorry, well. Sorry, it's just a kind of a word vomit. No, you know, yeah, yeah, you're good, you're good. I'm not not a huge Mets guy, so realistically, there you guys know way more than I do about this team. But what I was going to really harp on is when you take a bet on two really older pitchers, no matter how good they are, you're bound to run into some troubles. Both guys, obviously, Hall of Fame careers have been very, very good for the entirety of their career. And, I mean, Verlander won the Cy Young last year. Scherzer's, what, two years removed from a Cy Young or a top three Cy Young placement in L.A.? Yeah, in um, L.A., I guess. Yeah. Was he in the top three, I guess? Yeah, I, I, guess he I think he was. Um, but when you take bets on older players, you're bound to run into some issues. Um, Cody Senga has looked really good, uh, 3-3-8 ERA. Um, but the rest of them, all above four um, Peterson above seven. Yeah, that's been a disappointment. Peterson's been a disappointment. I mean, a lot of guys. I mean, yeah. Peterson's been a disappointment. Like, I mean, first of all, like I want to say about the length. Like Sanga, he's pitched good when he's pitched, but I mean, he missed. They skipped him over just because I I understand that he's coming from Japan and they need to kind of you know get him it's used to pitching on the five game schedule. Yeah. He missed a stretch. They skipped his start when the Mets were kind of going. They didn't have Scherzer. They didn't have Verlander. And then you, you miss those two guys, and then Sanga skips his start too. And when he's only going about five to six innings, you know he's been the the brightest spot, but it's not like he's been this absolute no, stud. No. Scherzer's been really bad when he's pitched. I mean, you talk about Peterson's ERA above seven. I think Scherzer's above five. That's a, you know a huge huge disappointment. Joey Lucchese's been mad. McGill's been mad. I mean. Look, Carrasco's been hurt. Yeah. Quintana hasn't pitched at all as well. So you kind of go down the line. I mean, when you have guys, these are these are pitchers who have pitched more than 10 innings for the Mets this season. Steven Nagozik, Tommy Hunter, Jose Buto, Jeff Brigham. I mean, Jacob, Jimmy Yacobonis had, yeah, has nine. Yeah, I was pitched more than, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are, that's not going to win, win you baseball games long term. Denny Reyes has pitched over seven innings. Like, that's a problem for this team. Right now, that's the biggest problem for this team right now. I mean, everyone's going to, I think, look at the lineup and the, everyone's clamoring for Vientos and Mauricio who are tearing it up in AAA. But I think it comes back to this starting rotation. And I know that everyone's going to go, this is kind of the life you live when you pay $40 million to you know pitchers who are 40 years old. But look at the other pitchers they could have got. DeGrom's hurt right now. Rodon's hurt, and it looks like he'll be out for a very long time too. It's, it's like a... 
you know, a lose-lose situation when you look at the guys who kind of went down this free agency. I mean, Chris Bassett has been awful in Toronto. Ty Walker has been awful in Philadelphia, too. So it's just like a tough situation when you're looking at it. This team needs Max Scherzer, and they need Verlander to step up. And it's kind of, you know, a little bit paralyzing as a Mets fan because you know the issue. You know the issue starting pitching. And, like, last night's a perfect example, and you see David Peterson go three and one-thirds, and you go down 7-1 to the Cincinnati Reds. And even the offense fighting back in that game and just working back into it. Yeah. I think Buck getting thrown out for, I believe, his first time as a Mets manager, right, ever? ever. And that says a lot, I think, about the state of the team right now. He's really trying to fire these guys up and give them sort of that motivation, especially this lineup. Because it's so tough to go down when you're down 4 nothing. In the second inning, yeah. we're down five nothing in the second inning. Like even the the Verlander start, like it was funny. I was texting with my brother. I was like, I can't believe Justin Verlander's pitching for the Mets. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. And then literally, like the second after I send that text, home run, home run, down two nothing in the bottom of the first inning. Yeah, and I I think there's <laughs> something to be said about a lineup just mentally trying to almost do too much when you go down that big. Like I I, I don't know how how much truth there is to this. Obviously, we're not in the heads of these guys, but. That's something that happens in general. If if a team goes down four or five nothing, like you mentioned, early in a game, it's really hard to battle back because as a hitter, you're trying to do everything you can to get all that back in, in one inning or one at bat even, which is obviously not really possible. It's about building consistent at bats, which is something the Mets have struggled with as well. And it's something that this lineup has struggled with. And I agree that the ultimate concern is pitching, but the lineup's been, you know, uh, certainly shaky. I, I as think well. it's been as good as last year. I think people are. I think when you look at the games that they were winning last year, different. They were winning four one instead of losing seven four. So right. I think you know things get exacerbated because of that. I mean, the player that I'm like the most concerned about, but he had a bad start last year too, was Starling Marte. Yeah, he's only hitting two twenty or you know right around there. Mark Can has been in a really rough stretch, but people are like getting on Vogelback. Like to me, that just makes no sense. The guy's a four hundred on base percentage. Oh, he just doesn't hit home runs. Are you really like gonna get on him for that? But you know, he's got the, the best on-base percentage on the team or right up there with the best on-base percentage on the team. Like, that, those are the things that I think just because they're losing a lot of games and you want to just blame more people than just, oh, the starting pitching yeah. is not good and this is why, I think that's the biggest biggest reason. If I were to add, uh, like, what what I am looking at with this Mets lineup is they don't really hit home runs. I mean, you have Pete Alonzo, but then you take away yeah, that's it. You, you take away Pete Alonzo and this lineup doesn't hit the ball out of the f- out of the park. Yeah. Um, and once you start to get late, especially in October, uh, in in that range, what wins you games is your starting pitching and the ability to hit home runs. And right now, if you're looking at this Mets lineup and at this Mets pitching staff, once you get to October, what like what's going to happen? Are you going to rely on Pete Alonso hitting two home runs a game? And, I think I think hopes? what they need they need Verlander and Scherzer, and I think you're starting to get it out of the young guys. I mean, Alvarez has three home runs I'll, and only 59 at bats. I yeah. mean, I think he's going to be a big bopper for this team. And same with Beatty, I think will come up and be solid. Lindor has six home runs. You like, I think he'll be right Lind- on track. Lindor's a guy that like is always 25 home runs. Yes, year, which is you know very respectable, but. Um, in, in a New York market, I think you're looking for, you know, two guys in the 30 to 40 range. That's what the Yankees have, Stanton and Judge. 
Um, yeah. And you can even throw Rizzo as typically about a 25 to 30 home well, run Well, the Mets have year. seen it firsthand with the Atlanta Braves, too. Yeah. And that's what yes. they kind of live and die by. And that's what last year was a big point I had. It was exacerbated by just watching the Mets play the Braves right before. Okay, but where did also the Atlanta October. Braves finish last year? No, I know. You're <laughs> you right. Know, lost in the You're first right. round, too. But then I mean, they lost to another team in the Phillies that also hit a lot of home runs. Yeah. Hot, you know? so, they live and die by the long ball. But I think part of it, too, is to be said that with Atlanta especially and with teams in the past, like you get that random guy in October that just gets hot and can completely... I think every team does yeah, when so they're successful. That's the one thing that I know it, it might be a hole in the lineup not having a big guy outside of Pete who's been pretty awesome this year. I mean, how many homers does he have? He's now? 12. Yeah, he's 12 homers. I, I mean, he's been fantastic. But, you know, there's obviously a power, there's a hole at power outside of him. But I, I think that... They win games with this lineup. I know they're exactly. not winning games right now, but they've shown that they can win games with this lineup. They've done it all last year. They won over 100 games with with the exact same The pitching lineup. needs to be – I mean, there's nothing else. You need yeah. Max Scherzer to be a seven innings or a six innings and give you one or two earned runs. And I think it's easy to look at the team right now and say, okay, this lineup doesn't have any fight. This team doesn't have the fight that it had last year. This team isn't coming back from games. This team is But you're not down 3-2, you're down 6-2. Exactly. Is... I think that's the biggest thing. Is like You can't say that when the team, at least the lineup, is essentially very, very uh, almost identical. I mean, obviously you have Alvarez now playing more a little more consistently. You have Beatty playing a little more consistently. Um, and Vogelbach was an addition last year, but... For the most part, the lineup's very similar. So I, I, I think you trust that. You trust that those guys can, can turn things around. Hitting kind of changes. It's the pitching. It's the injuries, especially, um, to that rotation. That's, I think, what concerns you the most because, like you said, you know you win games in October with, with, def- with um, power and pitching. So pitching is, is, is a big part of that as well. I think I think also they're missing they are missing like that Trevor Williams type from last year and he's also not had a good year in Washington but that player eat up innings I think of. that could have been huge for this team more than last year which everyone was like oh they needed the depth last year which they did and they needed those Williams starts but now this year it would have been great to have in the four five six innings you have Trevor Williams instead of yep. you know Jimmy Yacobonis yeah Yacobonis <laughs> and even Lucchese who's, who's been struggling a little bit and like guys that and and Peterson's a good example but like who too. are you expecting like that, that's the biggest no, thing no, like, no, no I know but. Have a guy like that to step up yes. when someone gets hurt into the rotation. That was perceived to be a big strength of this Mets <laughs> rotation heading into this year. Casey's well, been fine, though. I think he's been okay. I mean, he's obviously he but came back like, from a big injury. So I think people are thinking, him. you know, when he's like your two starter. Yeah, of course. Like that's the guy you're relying on because the next yeah. start is by you know a bullpen game with Denny Reyes starting. Yeah. I think that's the issue with the Mets right now. We'll see what what happens. I think there's still so much time to play. I always say like this beginning of May is the very dangerous time for MLB fans because you have enough of a sample size to warrant takes, but there's still so much to go. I mean, if Max Scherzer, whenever he starts his next game, God knows when. I mean, hopefully it's against the Washington. If he goes seven inning shutout, his ERA will be like 3.8, and then you'll be like, okay, not as bad. Like, that's what happened to Kodai Senga. He had like a 4.5 ERA when six shutout his last I mean, start against the Rockies. I mean, last year, the Braves, I believe at the end of May even, were yes, under 500. They were. <laughs> and they three were three games under. They were way, they were, I, how many games back in the Mets? I think they were all, like eight games back in the Mets. Something they were crazy. 10 games. 10 games. 10 and a half games. So, that's it right there. In June. You can't overreact. It's early. It's baseball. And, and, and you know, the, the Yankees, I feel like, is very similar. A lot of injuries. It's baseball. It's early. Yeah, that's, I think, the biggest thing with the Mets. We'll see if they can turn it around. They got two more with Cincinnati and then a four-game set with Washington. 
they're God hoping they can really get it going in these <laughs> next six because then you have then you have the Rays and Cleveland, then you go to Chicago. The schedule's been easy lately, so the fact that it gets harder. Is... Yeah. Also, like I like I, I know this is not like a good excuse, but like it hasn't been easy with like all the rain and they really haven't had like a true homestand yet, which is kind of crazy. I mean, they had the one seven game homestand, which was good, but then because of the rain and just how the schedule works out this year, you know, they really haven't, I think, hit the stride of the season yet, which, again, I think it all kind of factors into this team being two games under 500 with the highest payroll in baseball, which is obviously what you don't want to be at. But I do want to move over to the Yankees, a team that's three games over 500 right now, but in, I think, a midst of, you know, you you have this athletic series, which is going to help, I think, everyone's record out where you're I think everyone's going to sweep them. If you don't sweep them, I think that's kind of, um, you know, a negative series, which is kind of crazy to believe, but that's just how bad the Oakland A's are right now. Yankees, they, I mean, first pitch is in about five minutes of their day game against yeah, that's the A's. That's an early A's. start, 1230. Yeah. It's crazy. At, in the Bronx, too. Yeah, So that's interesting. I mean, definitely you're thinking the Yankees should win and complete the sweep, but right now I think this team right now, I think the injuries is kind of what's the, you know, summation of the beginning of their season. Aaron Judge just came back, but he was out for a few weeks. Giancarlo Stanton is out. I mean, you just look at like the depth chart on ESPN, and there's just so much red. It's just riddled with red right now. A lot of impact players are just out, and that's caused you know a lineup that has not looked good. A lot of Yankees fans are saying like it's the worst lineup of like the 21st century that they've seen. Yeah, it's certainly not a great lineup right now, and it's funny you mentioned that, Red, because I'm on that page right now, and it's it's really incredible how many guys are injured. I mean, in the rotation, you have Severino and Rodon. You got Stanton still hurt. Judge just came back, like you mentioned. Peraza's injured. Um, you know, and, and other guys kind of just getting banged up here and there as well, leaving starts or, or uh, exiting early from games. And, yeah, no, I, I think the biggest thing with the Yankees is everything, first of all, you're in New York, and it's the New York Yankees and their fan base. So everything is is emphasized. Everything is stressed. Everything everything is a concern, very similar to the Mets. Everything is a concern or an issue even in May. And then you combine that with the fact that they're playing in the AL East, which is a fantastic division this year. You're three games over 500, and you're in last place. So that makes everything kind of uh, puts more of a pressure on – the Yankees rotation, the Yankees lineup to get back to full strength and get back healthy, even though it's early. And I think the Yankees are in a position where, like you said, I think they're taking care of business right now in Oakland uh, against Oakland, which is huge. And that's what you do. You got to beat up on these on these bad teams, especially when I mean, you're Oakland is bad. All these bad. They're terrible. They have six wins. They're they have eight wins, I think now. Oh, eight. Okay, yeah. got to respect oh, yeah, them. Eight. Oh, sorry. Yeah, eight wins. Yeah. <laughs> They are so bad. They're like, I mean, they're bad teams. And I think the Mets, like, they're facing a lot of bad teams. But then you're like, like, the Tigers are really bad. I mean, the Mets lost serious to them. I don't know if I should be talking. But, like, Nationals bad, whatever. The Reds bad. And then, like, the A's are just, like, And it's a rare so break worse. in the schedule for the Yankees where normally they're, you're playing a lot of AL East teams. That and are they will right after good. this. I think they go Rays. Yeah, they go Blue Rays. Then, right? then and they Blue just Jays. played the Rays, too. So, yeah. so that's what makes a lot of these injury issues even worse, in my opinion. Or it just makes them more of a focus, I would say. I so I don't think they play Tampa until August after or September series, after yeah. the series because they just played them and then they, they just play played them, them and then they play them again. Yeah. So that's um, I guess that's so this, good for uh, them. <laughs> for for the Yankees, it, it's good. But um, the issue that I'm having with the Yankees right now is it, it just feels like no one's really hitting the ball. The offense has been very sterile 
Um, you know, you put up 10 runs on the A's last night, but allow five to the A's. You allow, uh, I can't even remember the kid's name, Diaz hits three home runs in a game at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> if the A's just played competent baseball and were able to get a couple guys on base, for a dude to hit three home runs in a game, you kind of expect to win that game. But because you're playing the A's, you... I think the A's may be the worst. Well, not only time. do you lose, you lose, what, 10 to 5? 10 to said? 5. Yeah. And, the and they had really a guy bad. hit. It's, had it's a guy sad. hit three home yeah. runs in a game. You expect to win. That's that why game. they're moving. That's why they're. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, literally, the the owner pulled a major league. Yeah, like yeah. trying to make the team bad. But you know, it, outside outside <laughs> of Rizzo, who's batting right there around three hundred, the DJ's two eighty just about. But then like, Judge was over three hundred to start the year, down to two fifty. Cabrera under 200, Volpe right around 200, Torres 250. I guess that's what you kind of expect from him. Um, and then you don't have uh, Stanton in the lineup. So that is a little scary in, in my opinion, but you need to get one of these guys hot. Like last year around, you know, what was it, August, when it was literally just the Aaron Judge show, he was the only one that's hitting. You got to get someone hot and this lineup, you know, the amount of money that is spent on it is right up there with the Mets as well. You got to figure out someone that's going to get going. Um, and I think that's, you know, part of the reason why they're losing games. But I do think this A series comes at a perfect time. It's a really good tune up yeah. series. You get your guys going before a, a very important couple of uh, series versus Tampa, two four game series versus Tampa and Toronto. Um, it, it's pivotal. But like I think, like now we're talking about this team. Like, are they going to make the playoffs? That wasn't the goal of this Yankees team. They brought everybody back again to try to beat the Astros and go to the World Series. Now we're just talking about them to make the playoffs. I think that's you know a thing that's it's just interesting when looking at this Yankees team. I think they will make the playoffs just because I'm not that lucky about having a Yankees. I don't think I've ever one time. I think I've maybe had the Yankees. When's the last time the Yankees have missed the playoffs? I think it was 2016. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's. But I think they made it in 2015 because it was right around when the Mets were like doing good they had like the world series run and then they made the wild card and like i remember the yankees like weren't very good because they were going through that and rebuild the, shor- to the get shortest to stay for the yankees in the playoffs in our college careers in the last four years was 2020 i guess 2020 i believe or so they, they got knocked wow. out in the wild card against the red sox oh yeah in, that, um, yeah, yeah. in 2021 was last year yeah yeah not last year, but two yeah, yeah. years. Two, I mean, the Yankees just two, I mean, two seasons ago. Yeah, like I hate to say okay. it, yeah. but like the, yeah. I don't last think the Yankees are beating year. the Rays yeah. in a playoff series. And the Yankees, I don't know. I just think this team is it's stale. Like, and at a certain point, you keep bringing everybody back. You need a change. And I mean, I think Rodon's a a, a big concern. The fact I don't think Rodon's going to pitch. Yeah, he was the big addition. Like he was the guy heading into this year. And chronic back he back issues. And chronic. Yeah. The word chronic yeah. is scary. If you're a Yankees fan, I'm sure that's a scary word to hear because. They he he was seen by I think three different specialists and what they determined is that okay you you're just gonna have this forever probably so that that's not a good sign that's not a good sign which means that not only if Rodon does come back and pitch he's probably gonna be plagued by this for you'd consider the rest of his career probably at least it'll be there it's chronic so that's a huge concern Severino getting him back will be big but you know uh, Danny you mentioned you mentioned the lineup and the fact that. You know, uh, they've certainly struggled. But when you don't have Judge and Stanton in it, oh, absolutely, this lineup is obviously yes. a world different. And I think when you have those two guys, pitchers have to focus so much 
on pitching to guys like Judge. And I think and though that if you're if you're basing your lineup hits. on two two guys, two guys that have injury issues, especially Stanton more than Judge, but Judge has had earlier in his career had injury issues. I think that's a concern too. I don't think you're basing the lineup off of the two guys. I think that those two guys take a lot of attention from the pitcher. That was more my point. Yeah. I, okay. I think there okay. are guys in the lineup that can produce. I mean, Anthony Rizzo is one of them. You know, DJ is certainly one of them. Um, and even throwing Glaber Torres can get hot, but it's 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 those two guys that that are the centerpiece that that pitchers are constantly focusing on, especially Judge, which makes sense and it's understandable. But I agree. I think at times this lineup can get carried by one guy, and that guy was Judge last year, or, or maybe Stanton if he gets really hot at a certain point, which he has the ability to. And, yeah, definitely. And you need more than that. You, you need more than that from from the depth of the lineup as a whole. With guys like Stanton and Judge, you can kind of pitch around them and that's when the Yankees become good when pitchers are you know yes. I'm not I, I'd rather face DJ LeMahieu than face Aaron Judge yeah. and DJ's a very serviceable hitter so you get a couple guys on base and then DJ LeMahieu hits a man and you know when he leads the league in batting average like he did what was that 2019 I believe he won the yeah, batting title like that, yeah. um it, it's starting to get a little off of that era now but yeah uh, hey, it matters when, I think still when you got guys like especially Aaron Judge coming off an MVP season he's a guy that teams are going to work around so you have to get other guys in the lineup to get hot and it, I'm just not seeing it right now this team uh, for the four years that I've been here watching them very consistently because of my friends, they're so streaky. They'll go through these crazy yeah. ups yeah. where they'll win what feels like 30 games in a row and then these crazy downs where it feels like they lose 10 in a row. Which is why you do have to think that this team can still not only make the playoffs but could go on I think run. they'll make the playoffs. I think I think this is a playoff know. caliber team. I agree. I think Garrett, this is a playoff Garrett Cole is – looking like the best pitcher in baseball this year. Yeah, um, he's, he's very been yes. very, very I mean, dominant. It's, the Rays have had a few, really. Well, the thing is, they call the best pitcher the in baseball. The thing is is that the Yankees always have to always have Houston. They're always there. Yeah. But now and this even, year they're going to have the Rays, who look yeah. really, really good. Even Obviously, they're not going to keep up this pace, but if they win 105 games, which is looking like that's probably a possibility, that is a huge issue. Toronto looks really good. Yeah, I mean, Baltimore has been really Baltimore's good too, been right good. now. I expect them to kind of cool down a little bit. I, mean, like, I think Toronto and, and, and Tampa, Tampa you didn't expect to be this good. Toronto, you expected to be, I would say, slightly better, but I think they've still had a very good year so far. Um, and obviously, the Yankees, you expect to be better. It's really, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a three-team race when you win and all gets said and done. I think I could see Baltimore sliding off a little bit, and then you have the Yankees come up and, and right there with Toronto. I don't think the Yankees Tampa. are winning this division. No, I I, I I don't think they'll win the division, but I think they're uh, I think a they'll very a good candidate card, yeah. for a yeah. wild card. Yeah. I agree, yeah. but then um, it's like there's so many good. Like I, I feel like it would take teams, it would I take feel. an all time all time collapse from Tampa to kind of. And it's so it. it's still so early that I'm saying this, but we're no, about it's too the, early to say. It's we're no, about the quarter. Good. We're about the quarter point, and, and Tampa looks like the best team in the American League. Yeah, they do. Like, right I think now. I mean you can't like, not say that when they're yes. they're, they're, tw- right they're now twenty nine the and eight. I mean, but like they've eight losses. The, the yeah. A's of eight wins. Like <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy to think about. But like you're you're looking at like the Braves last year, they go on like that historic pace. Like I could see, you know, a Yankees and Astros, one of those teams doing it and then kinda of overtaking the Rays. How how awesome would it be to see like a Houston Yankees wild card? Just 
that would be so funny. To that me. would be interesting because we were so used really. to seeing so it. So used to it, the AL championship. Yeah, yeah. That's but I wouldn't see, be surprised. See it in a, a three yeah. game. But like, I don't think the series I don't now, think the right? Rangers are going to be there. No, yeah. I think I think uh, some teams. I don't know. And, and the Angels you think? too. I uh, dude, I'm I'm a big fan of the Rangers, especially once they get. Um, I think the Angels Seager are back. He's been yeah, hurt. But, Seager. So, yeah, let me let me tell you his. His little stat line. Danny, Danny loves. I, dude, loves I the Seager. Rangers. No, oh, he loves Seager. 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 Yeah. I mean, Why? he doesn't love him. He just thinks he's like former third, Dodger. You think? He's, yeah, <laughs> no. I, I'm a, I'm a big Seager him, guy. I guess, I'm yeah. a big. I will. I will admit, uh, like, there's a couple of Dodgers f- players that, like, growing up, you know, I, I just, I watch them so often that yeah, I, I that I like them. Matt Kemp was one of them, and Corey Seager is another. Um, but in 39 at bats, batting 359. Uh, only one home run, but when the shift got banned, I knew that Corey Seager was just going to light the world on fire. He's been hurt, though. He's been hurt. So he hasn't lit the world on fire. Yeah, but, it, I mean, he was very 39 almost... at-bats is nothing. Yeah, I, mean, I was about to say. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like six games. Like, I know, no, but no, it's, it's like, like 10 games. Uh, 11, yeah, it's like 11 no, games. Yeah, it's not a lot of games. I mean, I still think I mean, once if he it, gets back. If Jacob deGrom is, like, living for the playoffs, then I think the Rangers would have a shot. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that's. If he is we've alive. Been, we've been through that. So. When, huge, yeah. When <laughs> Seager gets back, that that. Uh, Rangers lineup becomes yeah, like, so who, scary. Who in a playoff series? I mean, Houston, Nathan Evaldi. Houston's going to win that division. I yes, Houston. I think will win. I think Seattle is really good. Yeah, Seattle is. is and like yeah, the, Angels, really the Angels, too. as much as you want to like, I mean, everyone the downs on them. Good. I mean, you still got the best two players in baseball, probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I don't take the Angels seriously. Cause I don't even, I, like, you can't. It's shown for so I many years that, they, that, that you can't win with two of the best. I players hope they in just tank. And somehow, by the grace of God, they want to trade Otani. Oh, they'll the never Mets, trade to the New York Mets. Well, no, they might. I don't. They I don't might. think. I don't think they will. I don't think they'll. Trade I don't think they will either. Because who's their owner? What's his name? I can't remember. Uh, but they dude. Can, can they sign both though? Or how yeah. long? No. Yeah, Otani is not signing there. There's no way. Yeah, no, I mean, he, I mean, he won't. He won't sign there. Yeah. But they have the capability okay. of signing. Yeah, no, I'm. Yeah. Sa- yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, they have the money but, too. But but he won't no, stay. He is not staying. No He's either going. I think to the Dodgers or the Mets. Uh, I think he likes the West Coast. Yeah, I think he likes I don't the think West Coast. Everyone said that about Scherzer. I think. Yeah, but it's but Scherzer. Most of Scherzer's when, career was on the East Coast. When he said he wants to be on the West. That well, was it's the, also different when Otani is I think from Japan, are, and it's it's yeah, a little it's a little West Coast easier. Is a little yeah. easier to get I don't home. Think that matters. I think it does. It's I, part of why he picked the Angels in the first place. I think the Giants. I, like I know you're probably going to say he the doesn't Giants, like New York. Like they have an op- he had an opportunity to play in New York. I think that's a long time ago though. And I think Steve Cohen's going to. I think this is a play for Steve Cohen to not only become because he wants to be an international brand. And what's the best way to become an international brand get right now? Greatest, get the biggest yeah. international yeah. player. Yeah. Yeah. I, I genuinely do believe that the Giants are going to throw their name in that hat. I think they will, too. They they have been dying for a superstar. It, you saw them strike I mean, they, out with, with Judge, Judge I think strike out with, uh, what's well, his name, Correa. Correa. Oh, well, so let's talk of. about for Correa for a second, yeah. Giants and Mets. I yeah. mean, he looks dreadful. He's getting booed right now in Minnesota with a 185 average. Yeah. Um, but Imagine if he came to the Mets. Turned out to be the right decision, I guess. The Giants, well, the Giants are going to put a blank check in front of him and just say, you know what, we need a superstar. You're the face of baseball. Come play baseball here. Well, I think the Lefty, I think a lot of teams would give him a blank. Yeah, yeah I no, think he's going to have his pick. He'll have his pick. He'll have his pick for sure. Because I'm sure it'll, it'll become to a certain point where money – doesn't even make a difference. It's so much yeah. that he'll just pick where he wants. I to I think be. though that is a difference though. If you're going to give someone yeah, six fifty compared to six 
or like whatever it ends up being. I'm just saying fifty million dollars. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but like I'm talking. Yeah, I mean, if it's like twenty million, and you're already getting paid six hundred million. It's like that six hundred and six hundred twenty five is like really not that. So if they were to trade trade for him, who would you give up if you're the Mets, let's say, or the Yankees? Would you give up everybody for would you give up Alvarez, Beatty, Mauricio and Vientos? Uh probably. Just He's the best player if you're, in baseball. If you're Cohen, like, if you're Cohen, and you're serious about this, but, what? Three but you don't know if you're going to sign him though. Stretch where, oh yeah, you're. Well, that's true. No, you mean yeah, in a trade for you have to, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have to, like guarantee that you're going to sign him? See, I, you the thing to. is, is that I, I don't know. It's early to give up on Alvarez and Beatty. It's early. It's too it early to give up I on think him. Alvarez has been but, good. Yeah. Everyone, look, he's already up to two. Everyone was pissed off. I mean, I think kind of dates back to last year when he was throwing the bat. I don't know. If he ever looks. gets traded, it's going to be a massive haul. I mean, They massive. would be really – they would be not smart to not trade him. They yeah. would there to be – I mean, who knows, though? The Angels right now, I mean, they're playing good baseball. If they keep playing not, good baseball – He's not coming back even, I think – it's no, like, I just mean for this year. Like, they're not going to trade him if, if the Angels are. If they're 500 at the, yeah, the trade deadline. if they're 500, they won't trade him. I know. I, I agree with yeah. you, but they should. Yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, they're, they're not serious contenders. No. You think they're, they're beating not. the Astros? No, you think they're exactly. beating the Rays? They're you think not. they're beating That's the why I'm not taking him seriously now, and I don't think yeah. they will. They'll, be, they'll probably in a in a seven game series they'll lose four to one because Shohei pitched one game, hit seven home runs, <laughs> and struck out 27 batters. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that, that's just what yeah. you get from Shohei Otani. Yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about the Mets would. It's like a perfect what they would need right now. Don't get your you hopes up. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I I have I'm sitting here having visions of Shohei just flicking balls into the bay. No, I actually when you mentioned Gi- the Giants, I pictured him in a Giants uniform. I could see it. Like, wow. I you mean, can like, picture him in any uniform. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's, I think I think it's Mets Dodgers. I think you throw the Giants in there. Like I think he'll they'll be like Giants will be rumored for sure. I think yeah. Mariners. They'll be they'll team. be a top. The Giants will be in the top five. Knowing them, they're gonna you know somehow. Uh, not do it well, the because they're, they're the Giants. The, <laughs> no. uh, the broke boys. The broke boys in the Bronx, throw, that's why. They'll definitely throw no, they'll, they'll, they'll they'll get, they'll 100%. Not. Maybe he'll be rumored just like throw a rumor nah, out there. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll, throw, they'll be in conversation, yes. but I don't think they would ever. They will they never be in the serious fit. It will never be like, oh, we're down to two teams. It's the Yankees and Dodgers. won't pay for him. Especially after Judge. No, no way. Yeah, they barely paid. They barely want to pay for Judge. And that's Judge who's coming off, I mean, the captain of the team. Yeah, yeah. And no, Judge coming off a top, they'll put their name in the, They'll put their name ever. in the conversation, but they, I don't think they'll realistically go and they wouldn't realistically. I think go it's more him. of like Otani will their his agent will. Yeah, I put, mean, if Otani really <laughs> wants to, like, says, "Hey, I really want to play for the New York Yankees," then obviously, I just don't. Think, I think I think it's think pretty much that. pretty I, I much every team on the West Coast outside of Oakland. Has a shot. Imagine. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Straight to Vegas. Straight to Vegas. Okay, guys. Otani's dying to go to Vegas. <laughs> Otani said he'd play for us, but we have to be in Vegas by September. Um, yeah. I, I think you Deal. could throw. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you could throw every team on the West Coast outside of Oakland in the hat and probably the Mets. Outside of that, I don't really envision anywhere else. That's I fair. Agree. And I, I think, think the Mets are the only reason because I think the Mets will give him the most. But yeah, it's going to come down to, to like where Texas he wants to go. And they just pay him like tons like it could so happen. much money. Texas uh, is Texas just does Texas. That. Is, I'm sorry, but Texas like I like I understand that. you like them, but like they're a black hole. It's just a black hole. Like DeGrom like I like I'll probably never see him they pitch again. They do that though. That's what they do. They they just throw money at guys. They've done it. No, and then they have no plan for the future of the organization and you know, anyway. 
All right. Well, I I think with that said, it is time to wrap up the show, the last show. I think it was a good one. Optimistic looking ahead, I think, for both these teams that they could make the playoffs for sure. The Yankees, they have the Athletics right now in the Bronx. The Mets continue their series tonight against the Reds with Max or check that Justin Verlander on the mound. Hopefully Max Scherzer will pitch over the weekend. So definitely should be a fun week in baseball. But for my partners, Danny Scott and Sam Davis, I'm Andrew Bellotta saying enjoy some baseball and we'll talk to you next week.